0: Leaders need to establish key metrics and indicators to stay on track. Um, When people have a very clear target, it orients their attention. And by establishing metrics, leaders keep people focused. They can measure their progress. And perhaps most importantly, they can make course corrections much, much earlier. I'm Jason Gore. And I'm here with executive coach Robert McNaughton.
1: Thanks, Jason. Yeah, this is where the rubber really hits the road uh, in, in a company of having uh, key performance indicators of, to show that is the work that we want to do actually getting done.
0: Yeah, and is it producing the results that we want to produce? Um, because metrics allow us to orient around the highest impact a- activities, uh, the ones that will really move the needle. And it's probably one of the best ways for people to understand what are the goals? Where, where are they heading? Why are they doing this work? What are the outcomes that are, we're trying to achieve?
1: Great. Well, so let's talk about, you know, the cost to a leader and their team when they're, they're not doing it this well, when they don't have clear metrics defined.
0: Yeah. I kind of think it's like, you know, driving a car, looking through the rear view your mirror. Um, you're catching things late. You know, rather than looking ahead and staying between the lines, you know, you're trying to drive um, with information after it happens. And so you're catching problems really late in the game. You're essentially walking down a dead end street and really don't know it oftentimes um, until you already hit the wall.
1: Yeah. I see like also two big costs. And one is like the the one of like not having defined metrics where people just naturally get into their own silos and they define work based on what's most relevant to their work that they're doing. The other one is when metrics are defined, but they're not up to date. And all of a sudden, we are like, you know, creating needless tensions, um, you know, created by people that think that, you know, work is supposed to be getting done, but it's not even really re- relevant to what should be. And I, I want to tell a quick story. I was once the, um, a marketing director for a company a while back. And, uh, you know, the CEO kind of came in at one point, and he kind of defined a metric that he wanted. And then, you know, we... Kept on doing our work, and we actually like had our our own metrics of like you know um, the conversions were doing well, sales were happening. But when the you know the the quarterly roll up happened, the CEO would get all mad because his metric of like you know whatever it was, more optins or something, wasn't being hit. And so there was lots of tensions between us. So we had to work to get on the same page to make sure we were aligning.
0: Um, I'm going to go uh, astray here and share a story uh, similar but different about my fifth grade teacher, Miss Rosemary. And, uh, you know, I remember, so the assignment was to draw a picture of, of this farm that was described in the book that we had read. Maybe it was, you know, in our literature course, so to speak. And I spent a lot of time, like, drawing this out and making just a beautiful picture, hours and hours. I really enjoyed it. And I turned it in and I was really proud. And I got a seat. I was like, I was kind of devastated. I was like, what, how is this possible? And, uh, I mean, I spent all this energy. I was so proud. And it turns out that what she was looking for was accuracy. She wanted the picture to accurately represent what was expressed in literature. And I was shooting for something completely different, right? It was more of an artistic rendering of what this could look like. Um, and, it, you know, it's I it's use this metaphor because it's like, what is the goal? How are we being measured? And a lot of work can go into producing the wrong outcome Um, at least the outcome that the leader is not not trying to produce
1: yeah this is such a common one Uh, you know i think we've probably all seen ways in which uh you know this isn't done right so let's talk more about you know what uh is getting in the way of of leaders doing this in an effective way
0: yeah well i mean it does take time to you know create your dashboard of metrics yeah Uh, and it's sometimes hard to find certain metrics. Like it really takes some creativity to, in certain contexts to get metrics. Um, but you know, just I think you know, part of the issue is just taking the time to really drive it down, especially in an innovative context where you're not doing something that's repeated over and over again to set the context for what success looks like when you're just pushing forward. Um, it takes a little effort to, to pause and set these projects up for success.
1: And i it's a, there's a lot of kind of like um, shoot from the hip versions of this. It's like, well, here's one metric that really matters to us, uh, customer satisfaction. Okay, let's make sure, do that. But then they don't, you know, really get into how do we measure that? Or there's like, okay, well, the customer service team put together a survey, but, you know, only like 1% of the audience is filling out the survey. And then we're using those metrics and actually driving new strategic thinking based on, on really poorly measured metrics.
0: Right. Now, the other thing is that we, we you know, collect too many metrics um, and then we just have a ton of data, but it's actually not informative. And so or obsessing. Like I had one CEO, right? He was checking sales every half hour. Right. Yep. And it was like, okay, what, what decisions are you going to make with that information? Like you, you're not going to do, okay, so sales are down this hour and now you're stressed and now you're, what, does it really matter the last half hour or does it really matter the trends? And so it's like collecting and working with the right information.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I think about aviation a lot as a, as a pilot and you know, like altitude and speed are like the two metrics. Like if you lose control of either of those, like something is wrong, clearly wrong. Like there's a whole bunch of other things on the dashboard, but like you can get overwhelmed and like, those are the two most important things. It's like, Not hitting something, but um, when you're flying, you know, straight and level flight, like keep your eye on those things. Um, And so, and if you are like, oh wow, look at that, my altitude is, I'm losing altitude. What's going on? And then all of a sudden, you find like early indicators of an icing issue or some other issues that you could correct while you still have time to do something about it. It's not like the project has ended and it's a failure. It's like no, it's like we could make corrections early on. If we use this data well, that's right. Inform ourselves.
1: Yeah, and thinking more about you know how leaders do this well is a consistent practice of defining new metrics that are that are kind of up to date with the best information that we have. And I'm, I'm, I'm put to mind of the great movie of uh, money which is based on the book by Michael Lewis and it, it, this true story, but this, the, this great scene in the movie where all the, the managers are, are getting new players for their team based on these kinds of ridiculous notions of like, Oh yeah. I mean, it sounds really great when the ball, you know, pops off his bat and, you know, he has an attractive girlfriend, so he's going to feel good. <laughs> and, so let's bring him in. And then, you know, the character played by Brad, Hit, you know he finds this very scientifically um, you know, specific way of getting one number you know the on base percentage in, in like doing all of their hiring for their players based on that one number and it drove everyone else crazy. They tried to sabotage him, but it ended up changing baseball because he was willing to do the hard work of managing off of a, a well built metric.
0: You know that makes me think of this very charismatic leaders like in the hiring process, we might hire a very senior very charismatic leader. Um, And then it takes us, you know, nine months or a year to realize, you know, our CMO is not producing the results that we thought they'd produce. And, you know, we give them all this big long leash, but if we just had some basic metrics in place, like we could catch things early and realize, oh, wow, no, there's something wrong here or what this person is applying from their previous experience doesn't work with our particular audience or customer or product or price point um and it really just allows us to check our assumptions early in the process and not get kind of faked out by what might look good otherwise yeah
1: and I think, you know, the, the teams and companies that do this really well is you can see it where um, certain team members in one department actually know what the metrics are of another department and they support them. And I've seen like great companies that, you know, they might define uh, bonus incentives based on a critical number of, you know, in the company. And even though I've done my job in one department, I'm going to actually put in extra hours to support other people in the company to, to hit that metric so we all win together.
0: Yeah. You know, this opens up the whole topic of OKRs and KPIs yep. um, and how to, do it, how to do it well. And one of the issues is it's very hard to create key performance indicators, KPIs, that are functional specific, that I have as a functional leader of the marketing organization or the operations group, I have complete control over these metrics. Um, it's great when you do, and in the sales world sometimes you can get there, um, but even sales, right? Sales metrics are being defined by product. They're being defined by customer service. There's all sorts of other, other indicators. And so um, when you orient as a group around those, you could also take shared responsibility. And you know, OKRs and KPIs is a deep science. Um, but the goal here, right, is not to necessarily perfect it. It's to have enough information right. so that you can orient, so that you could course correct. You know where you are, and you know that you're not going where you want to go and you use that information to make changes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a, a big part of this for me is like, we don't want to treat numbers absolutely in one sense, but at the same time, by having a metric, uh, I, I can know how to troubleshoot what's happening with the execution, with the planning of the company by seeing what the numbers came in and reverse engineering back from there. It's, it's bringing an engineering mindset into oh, business management.
0: And I could also plan ahead, right? I could see that, you know, if, if I'm running customer service, which is, you know, very metric friendly, I could see that I need 1.4 customer service agents for every thousand, you know, clients in this ballpark. And so I could plan ahead. Um, it really, it helps in so many ways when we are, when we look at especially groups or processes that are repeatable in some way. Great. So how
1: do we kick the, b- the ball down the field on this right away? Um, you know, what are some next steps and experiments that can h- help us get better at this?
0: You know, what I see is that most CEOs, they get to a certain point where they realize that they have, they, have a, you know, they have something that's being successful, and they start putting this in place. And usually what they do is they just tell all their leaders that they want OKRs or KPIs, and they send out a template to everybody to say, tell me what your group's OKRs are. Yeah, and those are usually quarterly, um, and literally like, that's part of the quarterly planning process is what are the okayers, and it really highlights, um, it, it's, a, it's a tough little process right, to think through what am I going to be measured on, what are the objective results I could be measured on this quarter, and what do I need from my, my fellow team members to accomplish that? It really forces the equation um, for us to have tough conversations about what are we accomplishing together.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like really uh, being able to have the conversation about the metrics and whether they're actually measuring success and how they connect top to bottom to the, from the work that we're doing today to the priorities, to the, the roadmap, to the vision of the company, and see if they're, they're actually in alignment and consistently reviewing them that way.
0: Uh, I just will say there, there is a downside to metrics, right? Because we get what we measure. So if, you know, I remember at and was measuring number of new customers, right? They weren't, that's all, that's what they're measuring. They got a lot of new customers. If they were not measuring whether the customers could pay the bills or not. Right. Uh, at least in the beginning of, of that project. Um, and so all of a sudden you had a lot of new customers that had no credit score because they just forgot to measure that, right? So, you know, metrics do have a dark side. They do tend to skew you and tend to, you know, people tend to gain towards those metrics. And so we really want to hold them in context, not as end all be all, like you know, do this or die. Um, But hey, this is one indicator of success. That's right. So the more objective we could be, but also larger context, right, inside of larger context, and make sure that you're holding that.
1: Yeah, we have to be good scientists. We observe the data, but we remain humble around it, Mm
0: -hmm. and be constantly reviewing the metrics. Um, And it's okay, right? To you know, as as organizations grow. You know, we focus on the metric that's the lowest and we, we get that up to speed and then we put our attention on the next lowest metric. Um, and the, the amount of data as things stabilize can increase and we're obviously we're going to get more refined if we're in a repeatable process around sales or customer service. Um, and we can expand over time but, you know, start simply in the beginning.
1: That's right. Yeah. I work with a lot of my managerial clients on just making sure that they have a heads up display for all of their meetings, that they're you know, reviewing that data first and then letting the uh, agenda items take shape mm-hmm. from that.
0: The, the key thing here, I think, is to have metrics right? because metrics ensure people are on the same page. It forces the conversation, uh, focuses on them on the same end goals. And in my opinion, It allows for early detection of issues and course corrections before things really blow up. Really good stuff, Jason. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Robert. And uh, to all the leaders out there, and we're all leaders, we hope this conversation has been helpful.